Hello and welcome to the Living Open podcast for mystics and seekers. I'm your host, Erin. I'm a Philly-based healing artist and witch. And here we go. It's time for our Scorpio season medicine episode of the podcast, which feels wild. And it's also episode 190. I'm like looking at my notepad where I wrote down episode 190 and that feels pretty wild too. I have something um, kind of fun planned for the 200th episode, so stay tuned nine weeks from now, I guess. Um, (laughs) I think it's going to be a really sweet one, especially for those of you who have been listening to the podcast for a while. So before we get into the tarot reading and I talk a little bit about Scorpio energy, I just wanted to let you know that I made the free Scorpio season breathwork playlist for you. Um, You'll also get a little intro to breathwork video if you're new to the breathworks. You can download that at the link in the description. And we also have our upcoming virtual Samhain breathwork ceremony happening on Sunday, November 1st, which is Samhain. And I'm really fucking excited for it. I love holding these ceremonies. This actually marks one year of holding these Wheel of the Year ceremonies, and they feel like honoring nature and ancestry and time outside of linear time, earth time, and magic time. And I think it's going to be really supportive. I think we're going to get into some deep healing around ancestry and around grieving and releasing so link is also in the description there of course to join us and um yeah scorpio season so the sun entered scorpio on october 22nd and you know when i think of scorpio i really think of transformation there are so many folks writing all kinds of beautiful and important words about astrology and archetype and incredible astrologers doing this work. I've had many of them on the podcast. Um, So I just want to put that out there that Scorpio and any of these signs, all of these signs, planets, everything in astrology is not just one thing. What I'm sharing is my thoughts, um, my perspective, but there are so many beautiful and rich and diverse perspectives out there and people who are evolving astrology in really interesting and important ways. So just to say, my thoughts about Scorpio, I really think of Scorpio as transformation. And I have a Scorpio tattoo on my left forearm that you might have seen if you follow me on Instagram. And I really got that to honor my Scorpio North Node. I have a stellium in Scorpio, but specifically I wanted to honor my North Node um, as that symbol of purpose and connecting with it being around purpose being transformation. And sometimes when I'm in a really difficult place, I look at this tattoo and I'm like, fuck, why did I commit to this? (laughs) It's feeling really hard. Um... But that's what Scorpio is to me. It's this cycle of death and rebirth, and we can really see that in the Pluto rulership, but also Mars is here too, um, depending on who you talk to. I tend to think of Pluto as the ruler of Scorpio, and then Mars as kind of like secondary also there, but lending that more intense, fiery energy and making me think about power. Um, Persephone's descent into the underworld, sex and money and all things taboo, in quotes, (laughs) things that 
I really enjoy talking about, but maybe that's all my Scorpio placements. Um, and Scorpio season also makes me think of witchcraft and spells to hex and destroy destructive systems specifically, like patriarchy, like white supremacy, like capitalism. I'll definitely be working some of those spells this season. And I mentioned power too. And Scorpio has, there's this sexual energy to it, right? And I mean, whatever, sexuality is not specific to Scorpio, but something about Scorpio does make me think of like sexual fantasy, even power play and like existential kink kind of practices. Those feel very Scorpionic to me. Um, So yeah, like all signs and archetypes, Scorpio is really complex. I love some of the I have some Scorpios in my life who I love very much and I think this is an energy that's here to support us to evolve us this season so let's see what's in the cards for us our collective invitation for Scorpio season is the wheel of fortune so our invitation is to lean into the temporary nature of life the wheel is always turning, right? Cycles, micro cycles, macro cycles, seasonal, huge cycles like life and death. Cycles are always taking place, right? So life is always moving, flowing. It's not stagnant. Everything is always changing. So this card really feels like a reminder to root into that, to root into the temporary nature of life. And This feels like a hopefulness here too, Um, a hopefulness, something to resource into in the moments where things feel like way too much. Like, can we just ride with this feeling of this rage that's here, this grief that's here, knowing that it's all temporary and that we will ebb and flow into other states? that we will ebb and flow back into pleasure, back into joy, back into grief again, back into different layers of feeling. But remembering that when we cling to one state, that's when it gets really hard. When we let our feelings flow through us, it becomes a lot, mm, I won't, I don't know if easier is the right word, but it's clean pain. Or that's what it feels like. If you've read My Grandmother's Hands, Reswin, that book makes a difference between clean pain and dirty pain. And dirty pain being the pain of like resistance, of clinging, of defensiveness, of refusing to feel, of refusing to heal, etc. Clean pain being the pain of like feeling a really hard feeling, but knowing that that feeling or um, experiencing that kind of pain is moving you into more wholeness, into more healing. So that's what it feels like here with the Wheel of Fortune. And I mean, I think there's so much to be said around, okay, the temporary nature of life. Yes, we know like we are changing every moment, um, our bodies, the earth. Our feelings are certainly temporary, but then there's also, you know, we have huge oppressive systems and structures in the world that they might not feel quite temporary, right? None of us have lived in a world without patriarchy, without white supremacy, without capitalism, without ableism. Um, So this also feels like a, a hope to root into around if everything is temporary, then these systems must be too. 
even if the temporariness is playing out at a much grander and larger scale spanning across generations and lifetimes. So not that it's maybe temporary in the sense that feeling anger or feeling pleasure or whatever can be temporary, um, but in the sense of like there's a hopefulness, like a world before capitalism did exist, right? Um, and so in that sense it is temporary and it makes perfect sense that that world can exist after it too, just as an example. So temporariness on all levels and the hopefulness that we can root into through that. I keep saying root into, <laughs> but hopefully, hopefully you feel what I mean. And with that also, I pulled an oracle card from the vessel deck and I pulled rest. So as we're leaning into feeling into allowing the temporariness of life to help us find hope to help us find aliveness we're also being asked to rest and this feels like rest to prepare for what's to come rest to show up for your life rest because we all need it. We all deserve it. Every person deserves to have rest, to not be working every moment of the day, to not always be spinning. And of course, there's so much to say here around privilege and who has time and ability to rest. And I think I, think I would just like to say that here with the Wheel of Fortune and rest, it feels like a reminder of the necessity of how rest helps us live and not so much in a physical sense although of course like yeah we will literally die without sleep um but how rest helps us actually show up to experience all of the goodness of our lives in a time when we really need to experience the goodness and remember the goodness too because there's so much that isn't right there's so much that's so hard so that feels really important right now as well. And obviously, shout out to the Nat Ministry on Instagram. Follow them if you don't um, for all of the rest as liberation important content that, that we all need in our lives. And what we're releasing this season is The Magician. The Magician has this really beautiful, confident energy. And with it, as what we're releasing, this feels like leaning into more of the not knowing. Leaning less into our confidence and what we already do know and what we're already great at. And leaning more into that sort of like watery, watery type of spaces of where we don't know, where we're unsure, where we have a growth edge, where we have a learning edge. Even just as a really simple kind of funny example i ordered an embroidery kit the other day i used to do embroidery with my grandma when i was a kid haven't done it in years and years and years i have no idea what i'm doing and i saw it online and i thought huh that would be really nice to spend some like fall and winter evenings embroidering with my candles around me and my incense burning and all of that um and so I'm going to do some embroidery. So really simple example, but I'm leaning into something that I don't know how to do. Um, I'm not just working with the stuff that I already know and the stuff I feel like I'm already really good at. Which is not to say, like, forget everything that you're good at. Fuck that. That's fine. 
Um, but seeing if you can lean into a bit of a growth edge, into a space of where you don't know, a space of curiosity, a space that has maybe a bit more to teach you, a bit more for you to learn. And how to work with the energies of this cycle for your greatest healing good, I've got temperance. And this feels like two things. On a really practical level, leaning into the really annoying idea of balance. <laughs> but truly, this feels like an ask for big self-care. And I have a self-care card too that I'll get to in a minute. Um, but this feels like self-care by noticing where you've like really pulled out where you're like spending hours doom scrolling or where you're not resting um noticing where you've really where you've really gotten out of balance in one or any or every area in your life without shame no need to shame or judge probably honoring that whatever you're doing is a beautiful coping mechanism that has felt really supportive but sitting down and asking really intentionally like would i like to come up with maybe a different coping or soothing mechanism that would help me a bit more in the long term and not just in this moment or am i okay with this and maybe you're okay with it um but i think temperance asks us to bring an intentionality and a consciousness to what we're doing and to actually see what we're really up to um because i think sometimes we have a little bit of a knowledge gap on how we actually think about how we're moving through our lives and how we actually are. So temperance is like asking, okay, let's let's just see, let's notice, let's observe, and let's see what we're okay with or where maybe it would feel good to find a little bit more balance, a little less doom scrolling and a little more sleep or a little less... I don't know. I'm like, the only example I have is doom scrolling. <laughs> a little less of something else that you feel like is maybe not the most supportive for your mental health. Um, and a little more like free time with your watercolors or your embroidery. Those kinds of things at a really practical level. Um, and at a more, at a deeper level, temperance, I feel like is also asking us this season to really work with shadow work. Temperance is a card that's also about alchemy. It's the magic that we make with separate parts. How they become one, how they become something greater, more whole than they were. And that feels like it's Scorpio season, so of course shadow work is here and temperance is asking us to really lean into it, to really show up for it to see where we have these different fragmented parts of our, I mean, this is a lifetime's work, of course, um, but can you really notice the season where different parts of yourself are coming up and how would it feel to invite them into more wholeness, to invite them to hold them? And what do you need to do to make that happen? What healing needs to occur to welcome them home into you? Um, and you are the alchemical experience. That's the magic that's being made here. It's you, it's your life, it's your healing, it's your wholeness. Um, and that's the work that we're being asked to do. And that can certainly be around that Wheel of Fortune card that I talked about earlier. Leaning into that temporary nature of life. 
leaning into feeling all those feelings um, and seeing what's really there. I had to pause for a moment because you could probably hear that the trash trucks were going by <laughs> and dumping all the trash in them. Um, but yeah, self-care for this season. I've got the Seven of Swords. So this feels very Scorpionic, actually, but this feels like a reminder that everyone doesn't need to know everything about you and your life. It's okay to have secrets. It's okay to have boundaries around what you share with other people. It's okay to be really firm around who you are sharing your deepest, innermost thoughts and fears and experiences with. We don't owe vulnerability to people. And I think this is a really interesting one, probably coming from me as I talk about vulnerability and sharing a lot, um, but it's true. We don't owe other people our vulnerability. Um, we don't certainly don't owe it to strangers on the internet. And self-care this season might look like holding cards a little closer to your chest, letting yourself be in more of an internal process and not opening yourself up to other people's thoughts, advice about who you are and what you're up to and what you're going through. Um, coming into some boundaries around what you share with other people and especially other people who you're not invested in mutually supportive relationship with, I'll say. And what this season is bringing us into, I've got Ten of Swords and Light as an oracle card from the Vessel deck again. Old ways of avoidance, of numbing, old unsupportive ways of coping are dying this season. They are dying this season and we're being asked to come into more radical self-honesty, to come into more work with rejected parts of ourselves, to come into more honest terms with control, lack of control, and this temporary nature of existence. So death is certainly unfolding this season. It wouldn't be Scorpio season if it wasn't, right? Um, just mirroring what's happening in nature, what's happening on this planet, all of the dead leaves on my hike yesterday, my feet crunching over them, right? Like death is unfolding right now in the Northern Hemisphere at the same time as growth and new life and spring is unfolding in the Southern Hemisphere, which is always an important thing to remember and feels like a reminder from this light oracle card. It's like these processes are not linear. They're happening all the time. They're unfolding together. And that's just the nature of it. And that's okay. It also feels like a reminder that as things are dying and we step into more darkness, literally, in the Northern Hemisphere, it can feel scary. Um, it can feel scary energetically. It can feel scary, like, for some very tangible reasons. Like, if we struggle with seasonal depression, um, things like that. Like, those can feel like very tangible and very real fears. And I think that all of our fears are real. Um, 
but there is magic here too and it's never just death and dying it's always growth and growing happening at the same time the processes are woven together inextricably linked so just a casual pandemic scorpio u.s election season for us right i want to share some of the moon dates coming up for us so our next major moon phase of the season is on Samhain. it's a full moon in taurus it's a blue moon our second full moon of october so it's a good time to make magic if you're into it i definitely will be and november 8th is our last quarter moon in leo november 12th to 13th is our dark moon in libra and scorpio libra on the 12th and then the moon shifts into scorpio on the 13th and then on november 14th our new moon in scorpio and the season ends when the sun enters sagittarius on november 21st so i hope that this is a supportive season for you i think it's going to be pretty wild to be honest um but i'm thinking of all of you i'm loving you and yeah this feels like a season to work with transmuting pain into healing transmuting shadow into wholeness um letting ourselves be transformed and seeing what comes of deaths of different parts of ourselves deaths of different ways of being ways of relating to self and others um i'll be back on monday with another interview so stay tuned subscribe if you haven't you can rate five stars if you'd like and um, please join me for the Salon virtual breathwork ceremony happening next Sunday, which is Salon November 1st. I would love to see you there. The link is in the description, of course, if you want to join us. Stay in touch on Instagram at E-R-Y-N-J underscore and Patreon. <laughs>